0: Hey, did you know Bluff Country is located in Mondovi? And it's your locally owned hometown feed and seed supplier. Whether it's your pet or your business, they have the products and service that you need. They even offer agronomy services from seed to fertilizers and chemicals and even feed and forage sampling. Bluff Country Feed and Seed is your hometown feed and seed supplier. To learn more about Bluff Country, check out their website at bluffcountryfs.com.
1: It's the
2: Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Jill Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed.
3: Good morning to you. I'm Kristen Smith, along with Jill Welke this morning. Good morning, Jill.
0: Good morning.
3: You know, we have a busy day coming up. We've got a lot of stuff to cover from some information in Price County that's going on that we got to look into a little bit, but there's speculation there might be something going on.
0: And there's some concerns about the weight limits on the roads and get milkers and farmers getting their milk picked up and getting that feed delivered too. So, yeah. I'm going to do some investigating, call up to Price County and find out what's going on and what the story is, and we'll get back to you.
3: Yeah, no, that's a good idea. And we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about an uh, interesting way to use a silo when it's empty. We'll be That'll be coming up after 5 o'clock, though. We've just got a lot of stuff going on, but first, did you get a chance to watch any of the girls' basketball this weekend? Actu- WIAA stuff.
0: Actually, I was moving around cows. You know, we've got those cows calving. We're Aww. up to we're up to ten babies now.
3: Baby beefers. And so
0: we are in the double digits. So I did look in a little bit and saw a few of the scores. Some of them are pretty close. Yeah. And some of them the span was pretty you know wide out there, but I just think it's an honor just to even. Make it to the state tournaments?
3: Just to get down there. I mean, you're in the, there's four schools that get to go from each division, and you're down there. I mean, even if you're out the first day, like it happens, you know, everyone, there's always one loser out of the four. Yep. But they still made it. They had the chance to get down there, and what an honor to represent your school and your community. That's just great.
0: And what an experience for those girls and for the their, for the families, for the whole community. It really t- shows you how the community comes together to cheer on, cheer on those players, and you know, have a good time. Yeah,
3: and I know some of the players got back, and Sunday, <laughs> you, I don't know if you saw them yet. There's blue bags on the maple trees, and there's you know containers hanging, and I'm like, ooh, it's maple syrup
0: season. It is actually. I was up to Bruce last week, and they were out tapping their maple trees. Really, and getting getting ready. They're all excited. They were. It's within their egg class, and he said they were out tapping, tapping, tapping. I didn't ask how many they tapped, but he said I think they were out there for quite a while. So I'm wow. thinking there's going to be some maple syrup coming up from Bruce. Well, I think we should get a sample. I think you're right. <laughs> Are well, we. You- are we, you going to make pancakes too then so we can have. Why do, you,
3: why do I have to do the cooking?
0: Because I was the one that went to Bruce.
3: Oh, okay. Well, then I can. I have a really good recipe too. <laughs> so, but we've got a busy morning. We've got lots of stuff to cover right now. We are at a beautiful temperature in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls Menominee area. It feels like the lamb, but we've got the lion coming in in March
4: agriculture it's the wisconsin way of life wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report
3: a few minutes before five o'clock on this monday morning we're at 34 degrees right now but there is a chance of some rain and that nasty stuff the snow but we are looking at a high of 39 today tonight it's going to get cloudy and 23 and the rest of the week it looks like it's warming up i can't wait for wednesday 56 501 on 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. It's time this morning to check in with some national news.
1: NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas. Russia and Ukraine are preparing for a fourth round of talks as war continues in Eastern Europe. The talks could come as soon as this morning, according to Ukrainian officials. They add both sides are in talks with mediators from Turkey and Israel for potential discussion topics, including a ceasefire and Russian troop pullout. Russia is reportedly asking China for military assistance. Two U.S. officials tell CNN that Russia has asked China for both military and economic support following its invasion of Ukraine. Meantime, the Deputy Secretary of State says China has some tough decisions to make about its relationship with Russia.
5: I hope that China is looking very carefully at what's
1: happening. Speaking to Fox News Sunday, Wendy Sherman said she hopes China will keep its word that respecting territorial sovereignty is key. The road to the final four in New Orleans is set. 68 of the best college basketball teams from across the nation will compete in the NCAA Tournament. Gonzaga, Arizona, Kansas, and Baylor are the one seeds. The last four teams to make it in include Indiana, Notre Dame, Rutgers, and Wyoming. Just two months after announcing the end of his NFL career, Tom Brady is returning to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for his 23rd NFL season. In a post on social media, Brady said that he realizes his place is still on the field and that he has unfinished business. Brady spent the weekend attending a game between Manchester United and Tottenham in the English Premier League. Manchester United is owned by the same family that owns the Buccaneers. You're listening to NBC News Radio.
3: Tom Brady just needs to retire. I'm sorry. He does. He's had his rings. I mean, how many rings do you need? You have ten fingers.
0: I think he's running out of fingers. Ugh. I don't know. He Retire just, and let somebody else take over.
3: Exactly. Let these younger kids get a chance. I mean, he's older. I mean, not saying older is bad. I'm just saying, you know.
0: Well, he's got to be getting past his prime pretty soon, well, doesn't I mean, he? Yeah,
3: I mean, his knee's got to be shot at this point. <laughs> I don't know.
0: But then again, he probably didn't milk any cows like we did, you know. Well, I, it's hard to be a true worker, I tell you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or a trucker. we got to give them credit to it this time of the morning. Well, we are a few minutes after 5. We're at 34 degrees, looking for 39.
4: The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
3: You know, I got to tell you this interesting story. And if you're from central Wisconsin or you've gone to a parade, you've got to have heard of Steady Eddie. Have you ever heard of him? The guy who walks through the parade on those tall stilts. I remember it as a little kid.
0: Yes, I do. And I'm a little older than you, so I suppose my memory is just a little bit longer than you. Well, you know. And maybe I... a little taller than you?
3: Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> well, Steady Eddie, his name is Eddie Wolf, originally from Loyal. Now they're like in the Spencer area. And I was looking at Facebook last night, and I remember the family. I remember Steady Eddie in the parades, and then when his son Travis joined in, and Tony and Ashley and their son Jordan. Ashley and Jordan are actually going for the Guinness Book of World Records.
0: Amazing. They're going to
3: try and beat out their dad's record, Travis's record, and the current holder is in China. He actually, you know, he's the new record holder right now. When Eddie and Travis did it, they were over 40 feet on stilts. Jordan and Ashley are going to 54 feet on stilts.
0: I just can't imagine. That's worse (gasps) than climbing a silo.
3: I know. And well, that's where they're practicing. They are using an empty, cleaned out silo. They had RZ builders from Loyal come in over the weekend, put in the stilts into the silo. And now they're going to train with the actual 54 foot tall stilts.
0: I just can't imagine the leg strength on that. Holy smokes.
3: Yeah. And they said, you know, the reason they train in a silo is because if they do fall, they're you're in the mid, you know, in the middle of a silo. You're not going to fall far, but wow, fifty-four feet in the air!
0: Yeah, that's taller than I wow. would care to be.
3: Yeah, and June is coming fast. That's when they're going to go for the Guinness record. Is in June, so that's only a few short
0: months away. So, do they have to go to a certain place to do this Guinness? They haven't stuff? disclosed the location yet of where it's going to be. So, it'd be really neat if it was in Wisconsin. I mean, they should from. postpone
3: it till July and do it at Farm Technology Days.
0: Oh. <laughs> Put in your two cents. See what you can do. Well, I'm
3: just saying. But no, that's an amazing thing. I mean, if you've seen Steady Eddie, just the, I mean, they're a great family. Always out there, community minded. They're in at the parades, shaking hands. And I remember when they were, Ashley and Jordan were on these little stilts, and now, oh my gosh, better them than me. I can't handle that.
0: 54 feet in the air.
3: I'm on a ladder and I cry. <laughs> <laughs> But we are in a beautiful morning. It is very nice out there. The moon is still shining. Daylight savings time is kind of taking its toll on some people. So if you're just getting up and about, it is just after 5 o'clock. Today is going to be a rainy and a chance of snowy day with a high of 39. Tonight it's going to be cloudy and 23. Tomorrow partly cloudy and 48. Tomorrow night cloudy and 36. 36. But hey, hey, Wednesday, 56 degrees. That is going to be a gorgeous day. I'm excited for that. Temperatures around the area, though, right now. We've got Medford at 30, Lacrosse 35, Marshfield at 32, Green Bay at 30. Rice Lake and Wausau are both at 32 degrees, while Madison and Milwaukee are at 37. And right here, we're at 34 degrees. And we've got your markets they're coming up next, brought to you
6: by Farm Markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance.
7: Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin
1: strong.
8: Still, lead us
3: off this morning with our morning markets brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance.
0: Choice-fed beef steers are 132 to 143 with mixed at 112 to 131. Choice-fed beef heifers are 131 to 140 with mixed at 90 to 131. Choice-fed Holstein steers are 119 to 130 with selects at 65 to 118. Cows are coming in at 61 to 69 with a top of 85 and a half. Bulls are seventy five to one oh two, butcher hogs are sixty-seven to eighty, sows are sixty-six to seventy, boars are twenty-seven to twenty-seven and a half, new crop market lambs are two to two twenty, and feeder lambs are one seventy five to three sixty.
3: Thanks so much, Jill. And we're looking at the mercantile exchange this morning. Live cattle for April's at one thirty seven thirty. That's up a dollar forty. June is at one thirty two ninety five, up fifty cents. August is at 135.07 up 42 cents. Feeder cattle for March is at 153.27, up $1.62. April's at $157.97, up $1.72. May is at $163.72, up $1.92. And you got your lean hogs for April's at $102.72. That's up $262. May is at $110.15 up $277. June is at $118.17, up $327. And looking at your Chicago Board of Trade, we've got your July corn down four at seven twenty four, July oats up eight at six seventeen, July beans up a nickel at sixteen fifty six, July soybean meal is up ten sixty at four seventy five twenty a ton, July wheat was down twelve cents at ten sixty five. Looking at the dairy side, barrel cheese down six cents at two oh one. Your blocks were down four and a quarter to two nineteen. Double A grade butter was up one and three quarters cent to two seventy one. And your class three futures for March down seven at twenty-two thirty-five. April down seven at twenty-three eighty-two. May turned it around though, up twelve at twenty-four dollars on the head. June is up nineteen cents at twenty-four oh two. July up forty cents at twenty-three ninety. And the markets were double digits upward through June of 2023. And on a Monday morning, we're almost quarter after five. And Jill, we have, we, we've been seeing a report on Facebook that came out over the weekend regarding Price County. Tell Let's kind
0: of go over that a little bit. Well, there's just a concern out there that we've heard about that I will be checking into as soon as stuff opens up in Price County about the road bans and the roads that are getting... You know, we go, go through this every spring where we have to... Make sure that we're not overweight for these roads and get them wrecked and chewed up and all this stuff. But there's a concern out there about the road bans and uh, farmers getting milk off of their farms and getting that feed delivered also.
3: Yeah, and we got to look at that because that's the farmer's livelihood.
0: Yes, they need to it get is. that milk
3: hauled And if they don't know if their milk haulers can come down the road, we need to know.
0: Yep, and I'll be investigating it later this morning and we'll get back to you and will let you know what's going on.
3: Well, good. Keep us up to date on that. And, you know, Bob mentioned on Friday the Allison Dairyland candidates.
0: He did. And
3: guess what? We now know who the top six candidates are, and they are Amber Cafferty, Amelia Hayden, Courtney Mosier, Taylor Schaefer, Samantha Schussler, and Charity Seebecker. Now, over the next eight weeks, those six candidates will prepare for the three-day Allison Dairyland finals scheduled for May 19th through the 21st in Dane County. The three-day process includes agribusiness tours, media interviews, an impromptu question and answer session, individual interviews, and candidate presentations. The selection of the 75th Allison Dairyland will be announced live during the program at the conclusion of the finals on May 2nd. The 75th Allison Dairyland will begin her term on July 5th. It's you would like, like to see the new Alice come in, but it's going to be hard to say goodbye to Julia Nunez from Chippewa. It is. She's been an amazing Alice. Well, they all are, but this one's the most current, so we remember right. her right now. Well, and
0: she and she's local, and I had the opportunity to, get to interview her, and wow, well spoken and just I gave her something totally off the cuff, and she took it and ran. Yeah,
3: I know. I always you always hear about Bob, you know, always taking pictures with the pretty girls. I don't see his picture with her yet. We might have to arrange that.
0: We might have Uh to. Uh-huh.
3: He's got Faith Hill downstairs and the Dixie Chicks, and we need to add a few more pictures down there.
0: And all those princesses are all over the walls. Oh, yeah.
3: (laughs) Well, we've got a lot of stuff going on this morning. We're actually going to be hearing from Bob. He's going to be telling us about salt farming. That's coming up on Wax.
4: For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
5: I am very much looking forward to my
0: destination about a week from today. Fabulous Farm A. Pam Yankee, at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. We're off on our version of the Hawaii Farm Tour, all four islands. And I'll tell you what, although the view is always spectacular, spectacular in Hawaii no matter where you are, people sometimes forget there's elements of agriculture there as well. And Bob, you got a chance to beat me to it this time around on a couple new stops on our tour.
2: We really are seeing some new things, Pam, and they are spectacular. You know, there's no dairy on Hawaii anymore, so all the milk is coming from the United States, so it's not uh, all that fresh. But one thing we did see that was very interesting, the Kona Salt Farm. You know, Hawaii is the most remote, remote landmass in the world, so why not use that resource they're surrounded by, that ocean salt water, as an economic benefit And that's what they're doing at the Kona Salt Farm on the Kona coast of the Big Island. And a young lady named Ipo has been at that farm since its beginning as they now harvest the salt water as an economic product rather than just a historical or a
9: traditional crop. Here... On Keahole Point, Um, historically and in old ancient Hawaiian times, um, we have actually evaporated sea salt and actually harvested along our shorelines. Today, we are combining old practices and new technology and producing our 2,200 feet of deep sea water that we source right off of our coastline.
2: And I think that's important. You said coastline, but you're talking 2,200 feet deep. And we always thought, well, maybe you just... uh the water would evaporate and pick up the salt, but that's not the way it's done. Why 2,200 feet?
9: Well, for us, because there was an eruption by one of our major volcanoes right behind us, when that eruption occurred, it took our shoreline out one mile, and in that process, it took us us right out to that ocean shelf. So approximately 300 yards from shoreline, we are now able to tap into that 2,200 feet of deep-sea water.
2: And why is that important, being that deep 2,200 feet?
9: Well, first of all, we are the only ones in the world to produce 100% pure Hawaiian salt and the only ones to produce 2,200 feet of deep-sea water. Um, Also, 2,200 feet of deep-sea water is very mineral-rich. For us, we're on this ocean global conveyor belt, and during that process, it passes near Greenland where all that mineral-rich ice melts. Um, When that ice melts, because minerals are much denser, it sinks to the bottom along with cold water. It gets onto that conveyor belt unfortunately for us now passes near our ocean shelf So now we're at, able to tap into not only deep sea water but very mineral rich water.
2: take us through the process you get you get the salt or that water from 2200 feet deep you've got pipe all the way down. What's the process of making it to the finished product?
9: Well, for us, because of that pressure from 2,200 feet, there's not a pump that's needed to pump that source up to the surface. It actually pushes itself up naturally. Only when it gets to the surface, there's a pump to send it to each one of our sites. So once I turn on my pipe, it takes about 10, 15 minutes for that water to clear out. But now I'm tapping straight back into that 2,200 feet of deep sea water. We actually then pump that water straight into our evaporation tunnels, and it's a total of 1,000 gallons. And in over a two-month period, that, um, that salt is ready for harvesting. And everything is naturally evaporated. And the harvest is done manually. So we have a manpower. Actually, all salt production here on our salt farm is done by all women. So that process from the time from the ocean to we bottle it um, takes about three and a half to four months.
2: And the minerals in that water from 2,200 feet, everything is natural. You're not adding or anything?
9: No, we're not not adding any of the minerals. The minerals um, in that deep-sea water consist of magnesium, potassium, calcium, and, of course, sodium.
2: And as uh, the process goes on from the time you get water from 2,200 feet into the uh, the evaporation tubes, how long does it take? And, And you said it's all natural, so you're
9: just watching it? So that evaporation tunnel, so actually we put in 600 gallons of deep sea water, which takes about an hour, 15 minutes to fill up. In about a month, that water will evaporate. We then add in another 400 gallons, uh, another two to four weeks thereafter, depending on weather, it's time for a harvest. And, you know, like I said, we harvest everything manually.
2: At that time, it's ready for the customer?
9: It's actually not ready. There's one more process yet. Um, it, then um, we actually scoop out all that liquid and all that salt Um, and each one of the tunnels that we do um, produce, produces about 300 pounds at the end of that two months and about 7 to 10 gallons of um, some excess mineral-rich magnesium. But once we're done um, scooping out all that salt, all that liquid, we then send it to our gravity drain hoppers where it will sit for one more month, draining that excess liquid. And that liquid that we're draining off is very mineral-rich in magnesium. And because magnesium magnesium is bitter you won't pick up the light traces of that in your water or in your salt but higher concentration of magnesium will leave your salt bitter so our practice is to drain all of that liquid off of our salt therefore it going into those gravity drain hoppers for at least a month to drain off
2: and this seems like maybe old technology isn't the right word but uh, water into the tubes naturally yeah. evaporating Is modern technology changing it at all?
9: Yeah, we're actually taking our old practices and our new technologies. And I say new technologies, but if you were to visit us at the salt farm, we're really, you know, um, grassroots, um, family-oriented. We're not actually high technology. Um, We're just using some um, new technologies in the sense of it being enclosed in these tubings whereas in old traditional times it is um, evaporated on our rocks where we harvest them so there's the difference in that
2: and you're using even more technology putting up well, what we'd call back on the mainland greenhouses. Yeah. What what's that going to change?
9: Yes. Well, it'll change the way that salt. Um, well, first of all, to keep our salt very clean, because in Hawaii, um, a very strict Department of Health guidelines, we have to keep our salts enclosed and as clean as possible. So these hot houses or greenhouse material that we use um, not only keeps the salt very clean, but it speeds up that evaporation process by a week or two because it gets very very hot in there. So.
2: And I have to ask, going back to the water twenty. 200 feet deep when you're bringing that water up. How cold is it and why is 2,200 feet uh, a magic number or is it just what you've got here?
9: Well, the resource that the State Department, it is State Department owned and they opened up um, this site and they actually tapped into that 2,200 feet of deep sea water as an ocean thermal energy conversion. So they were taking surface seawater and deep sea water and converting that to energy. So we're able to tap into that 2,200 feet of deep sea water because of that. But deep sea water at that depth runs anywhere from 36 to 50 degrees, more towards the latter as it's reaching the surface.
2: You ever have any problem with that pipe breaking down there?
9: Well, only when they first started um, based on one of the guys that um, put in the piping um, back in the 70s. They said that halfway down as they were sending that pipe to the water it broke so they had to start all over again but after that, never heard of anything about it. And this
2: this area is developing. It's turning into a research park and you mentioned one company working with the something yes. that cattle, dairy farmers yes. might be interested in.
9: Yes, we have a company, our research and development project here called Simbrosia. So recently, um, they've been with us actually a year recently, graduated from Yale. And what they were able to do um, in the laboratory was grow this red seaweed when less than 1% of the seaweed is put into cattle feed. It reduces the methane emissions by 90% and increases the proteins by 40%. So, really How far neat. are they in the marketing process and development of you all know, that? Um, they're like with any research and development, they're still in the process of of um, producing it commercially so they can get it out um, Mm -hmm. to their customers. But right now, they're still in that research and development stage.
3: And that's always some interesting things. You know, learning about salt farming, it's something different. We're used to dairy and beef and poultries and hogs, and now we've got salt. So some interesting stuff there. We've got a busy morning. We've got your morning markets, Rocky Olson, coming in next from Premier Livestock.
2: Brought to
4: you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee.
2: Chippewa Valley Bean is excited to welcome spring and all the opportunity it brings. And as you think about what you're planting in your fields, Chippewa Valley Bean wants you to consider growing a crop of kidney beans. Kidney beans are a great addition to your rotation and bring great value back to your farm. If you're looking for new opportunities for your farm, give their agronomist Ben a call at 715-556-1930. That's 715-556-1930. Or visit them at CVB.
4: The Crack of Dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
3: And it's that time of the morning to check in with Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock. Good morning, Rocky.
10: Good morning, Kristen.
3: So it's a beautiful morning out there. Looks like we're going to have a really good week. You know, 39 today, 48 tomorrow, 56 Wednesday. Great day for some sales. It is, it is. Excellent. Well, catch us up. What's all going on over at Premier?
10: Uh, thank you, Kristen, and good morning everyone. This is how last week's market shaped up here at Premier Livestock. We sold over 2,500 head of livestock. Fed cattle traded steady. High choice and prime Holstein steers, 121 to 130.50. Selects $1.08 to $1.20. Choice beef steers and heifers, 125 to 139.50. Market cows steady. High yielding cows, 69 to 93. Most cows traded from 54 to 68. Market bulls, high yielding from 90 to $1.08. Lower yielding Bulls and lightweights, eighty nine and down. Organic market cows sold every Monday. Higher yielding cows from eighty to a dollar. Few from a dollar one to a dollar twelve. Lower yielding seventy nine and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves sold mostly from a hundred to two hundred and ten dollars per head. Beef calves one fifty to three ninety five. Holstein heifer calves ten to forty. Big week this week at Premier Tuesday special feeder cattle auction. We're expecting five to six hundred head of feeder cattle. Uh, we also have a little nicer uh, run of bred beef cows. We're expecting around a hundred bred beef cows. Uh, please bring those beef cows in Monday or by nine o'clock a.m. Tuesday for preg checks. And then two dairy cattle auctions this week. Uh, we got a dairy cattle auction Wednesday. We got a dairy cattle auction Thursday. Uh, Wednesday we got four complete herd dispersals, including, including three org certified organic herds. Uh, one herd of Jersey and Jersey crosses, two herds of Holstein and Red Holstein, one herd of very good quality, uh, organic cows averaging right at 70 pounds. Lots of conventional cows in spring and half as well, including the complete dispersal. And then Thursday, that'll be a one-owner herd dispersal. We're going to have 300 Holstein Parlor Freestyle Cows. Uh, they will have an 87-pound average on 2X, 150 on their cell count. Third-generation family farm with 60 years of AI breeding. Uh, auction will have a full catalog. Then this Thursday, that'll be this Thursday, 11 o'clock a.m. Uh, the herd will be coming from the Milky's uh, S-Curve Dairy out of Marion, Wisconsin. Uh, machinery auction coming up next Friday already. Uh, Definitely, uh, we are full. We are not accepting any more consignments. Uh, Also, due to the machinery auction on Friday, please note that uh, we will not want deliveries coming in. Uh, We have no hay auction next week on Wednesday, so we kind of make plans for that no hay auction next Wednesday. Uh, Questions, give us a call, 715-229-2500. Website uh, will be at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Lots more detailed information on the feeder sale, Uh, consignments, the dairy cattle consignments and the special herd on Thursday. Don't forget uh, this week, all them sales, went, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday uh, will be available for online bidding through uh, Cattle USA. You do need to pre-register. Try Do not try to register on auction day if you want to get approved for bidding. So we need to get that done ahead of time. Uh, like I said, any questions, give us a call. 715-229-2500. That's the way it's shaped up, Kristen.
3: Excellent. Well, thanks so much, Rocky. I'll let you get To it and enjoy this week. It looks like we have nice weather.
10: You bet it does. Thank you.
3: Thank you. There he goes. That's Rocky Olson from Premiere, and it actually is. It's crazy how fast time flies. It's that time of the morning to check in with our Skywarn 13 meteorologist, Mike Dandrea. Good morning, Mike.
6: Good morning, Kristen. And you were right about how fast time seems to be flying. Can you believe we're halfway through March already?
3: And you know, it's been a nice March. I mean. They always say it's the day of the lion or the lamb. Today we're getting a mix of both, but I've been pretty happy with the March weather.
6: Yeah, me too, honestly. And uh, it's been a little bit on the cooler side, but that is is going to change going forward here. Now, today will be a little bit more average. We'll start out with a little bit of snow and even a little bit of rain carrying on into the early afternoon. Otherwise, we'll have mostly cloudy conditions to take us through the rest of the afternoon. But we'll warm up into the upper 30s, which is on par with where we should be this time of year. Later tonight, some of those clouds will clear out and that'll bring our temperatures down to about the mid-20s. Still not too bad. Tomorrow will be partly to mostly sunny with temperatures warming up into the upper 40s, so well above average. That is going to feel great this time of year. Otherwise, uh, tomorrow night going to be partly cloudy and our lows actually looking uh, pretty similar to our highs today. This is setting up for a mostly cloudy but very warm Wednesday. And yes, I'm talking low to mid-50s possible and then Wednesday night again. Uh, back into the low 30s, and 50s may even persist into Thursday with partly sunny conditions as well. So this dry pattern really continues over the next couple of days. Right now in Eau Claire, though, 34 degrees with mostly cloudy conditions. I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist Mike Dandria. Time to
3: bust out the walking shoes and get outside and enjoy this weather.
6: Yeah, I might have to break out the shorts here soon.
3: <laughs> I saw people <laughs> yesterday wearing shorts, so they're braver than I am.
6: Yeah, you're same.
3: <laughs> <laughs> same <laughs> all right mike well thanks so much you have a great day thanks you too there he goes that's skywarn 13 meteorologist mike d'andrea and this morning's weather is brought to you by Marcourt motors and Court motors would like to thank their valued and loyal customers their hard-working employees and the surrounding community for making Court motors the largest general motors dealership in the state of wisconsin
5: Well, good morning. Here's what we're looking at today. Plugging back into a new week. We do know that there has been shots fired and now Eau Claire police say a young man in custody for firing those over the weekend. Arrest records say 19 year old Aaron Jones fired his rifle several times Saturday morning. Nobody was hurt, but police say he did fire some rounds into neighbors' homes. Prosecutors could file formal charges in the next few days. Meanwhile, the rifle that Kyle Rittenhouse used during Kenosha's night of violence is nothing more than broken pieces as crews at the Wisconsin State Crime Lab confirmed over the weekend that they have destroyed that rifle, Rittenhouse shot and killed two men during those riots in the summer of 2020, and he wounded a third. Of course, the jury did clear Rittenhouse of homicide charges in November. Rittenhouse saying he wanted the rifle destroyed to prevent it from being sold. Oh. We looked at the state level with a scam warning, and consumer protection officials seeing an increase in the number of scams purporting to be from foreign lotteries. Now, consumer protection director Michael Donkey here says typically whoever's on the other side of that big red flag is they want you to take some strange steps to get. Your money. They're
7: asking you for access or bank card numbers, but then also the way that they're asking you to pay for those extra chances or paying for shipping and handling or maybe you have to pay some fees to claim your price.
5: Oh, as ever, Domke says the best thing to do with those unsolicited messages, just simply ignore them. Can't really ignore the price at the pump. They're still high here in Wisconsin, but gas prices seem to be holding steady. I think we saw about 378 379 when we drove in which is a little bit down from late last week. And speaking of forking out cash, a sports memorabilia collector may have a little buyer's remorse, right Trey?
1: The ball that Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady he used to throw what was his last touchdown pass sold at auction over the weekend for over a half million dollars. Hours after the sale, Brady announced he was coming out of retirement to throw more touchdown passes. The buyer has not been identified. I'm Trey Thomas.
5: And Kristen Smith and Joe Welke taking it to the end zone for the Midwest Farm Show this morning. And then we have the playbook for whatever Monday unwraps here as well. When Alex Edwards comes in, suits us up for the Wax Morning Show just after 6. We're live local right along with you on Wax 104.5.
3: And it's a great morning. It's a Monday morning here at Wax and it's time to check in with our morning markets. We're gonna head over to the Equity El Tuna Barn and check in with Jim Lindsay.
11: Choice Beef Steers and Heifers, Dollar 15 to $1.36. Choice Dairy Cross Steers and Heifers, Dollar Ten to $1.36. High-Yielding Choice and Prime Holstein Steers, Dollar Twenty to $1.34. Choice Holstein dollar $1.10 to $1.19. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers nine and down. Top 20% of the cull cows sold from $74 to $84. We did top at $93.50 in a high yielding fleck bay cow. 60% of the cows sold from 56 to 73 Bottom 20% of the cows sold from 55 and down. Cull bulls sold from 70 to to $1. Thin full horn and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 70 to $170 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $70 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from one hundred to two hundred and seventy dollars per head. Sows on Thursday sold from seventy to seventy three. We did top at seventy-five. We're now selling organic cattle on Tuesdays at the El Tuna Market. Please have all cattle and appropriate paperwork to the barn by eleven AM the day of sale. Our next special feeder sale is Friday, March eighteenth. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715 835 Three one zero four to check out our early consignments. Go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the El Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in El Have a great day.
3: Thanks so much, Jim. You too. That's Jim Lindsay from the Equity El Barn, and now we're going to head over to the Stratford Equity Barn and check in with Jerry Fitzgerald. Good morning, Jerry.
7: Kristen and a very good morning to you and a nice looking morning on tap. And uh, it's good when we're talking about temperatures the positive side of zero you know exactly
3: yeah we're at 34 degrees looking at a high of 39 wednesday 56 so i guess if you're gonna move cattle that's the day to do it
7: well it's uh anything these kind of temperatures are pretty good because we're it's been a long draggy winter and i think people are, are going to be really looking forward to spring and uh well i'm sure uh, you guys will be giving some updates on tapping the trees and all that other stuff that goes on and yeah, just a lot of stuff this year to keep us going, so that's good. So Yeah.
5: Uh, all right, Well, Jerry. I
7: suppose what we should do is uh, give, give the folks an update on what's going on here at Equity Stratford. I'll do that uh, if that's all right with you.
3: Perfect. Well, I'll let you take it from here.
7: Kristen, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. And this will be the uh, sales schedule here this week at Equity Stratford. Of course, full marketing week on tap, and we do start this morning at 30 a.m. We sell market, conventional market travel. Cattle today, of course, including cows, cattle, and bulls. We do our baby calves this morning around 11.30. Tomorrow, busy Tuesday again. Uh, We start tomorrow, Tuesday, at uh, 10 o'clock with the hay auction, hay instruction, and we do have hay consignments already on the list for that. Uh, These are including large squares and round bales, and we'll see crop hay so far on the consignment list, another big dairy sale scheduled for tomorrow, that will start at 11 o'clock here at Equity Stratford, we do have a complete milking herd dispersal, 40 Holstein cows, Uh, these cows are uh, style milk, left out every day, the owner is retiring, we do have another consignment of approximately 20 Jersey Holstein and Jersey cross cows, and Most of these are all first and second lactation cows. So, again, a nice selection of cows for the sale tomorrow. Again, cows on the sale tomorrow for everybody's budget. We'll be starting at 11 o'clock. After the dairy auction, we'll sell market cattle, including organic market cows, which we sell every Tuesday here in Stratford, and, of course, conventional market cows also tomorrow. Our sale on Wednesday starts at uh, 10 o'clock, full marketing day on Wednesday including market cattle, uh, featuring, of course, uh, fed cattle on Wednesday, hog and goats, baby calves, feeder cattle sale this week, of course, will be a noontime start. Thursday our auction starts at 11. So a full marketing week on tap here. Also, we do have a lot of information on our website with some special sales coming up here in May, so we invite you folks to take a look at that. Also, uh, annual district Bradford will be at the end of the week on 18th. So we invite folks for that, and uh, then I guess that's what we have this morning. We'll be back here tomorrow morning, give an update on the market prices, see how things are trending, and it's been pretty positive uh, the last few weeks. So we hope that continues, and uh, all the other stuff going on in the world, the high gas prices and all that. So we're pretty, uh, I guess we pretty have to be pretty satisfied the way the markets are holding in here. So we'll see how that goes today, and you girls enjoy the day. And, uh, I guess I'll turn it back to you, but yeah, a lot of stuff to keep everybody busy for a while.
3: Oh, yeah, you gotta dig out your shorts and flip-flops to enjoy this weather.
7: And uh, now, now uh, am <laughs> here. I mean, you know, we're, we're still talking like whatever, you know. I mean, flops and shorts are 75, 80, you know, both old Hawaii weather, you know.
3: I know, I know. Well, Jerry, you have a great day. It sounds like it's gonna be a busy one, and we'll catch you uh, tomorrow.
7: Yeah, thank you much enjoy the day
3: you too there he goes that's jerry fitzgerald over at the stratford equity barn we've got more markets michelle from Terine's coming in next and it's that time of the morning to check in with some more markets we're going to head over to Terine livestock and check in with michelle good morning michelle good morning Kristen. you know and you re- we were talking off air a little bit you remember steady eddie from the thorpe
8: parade I do. I remember him from the Loyal Corn Festival, and I remember him from the Thar Parade. And I also remember when his kids were starting. Yeah. And I remember just um, all the news about them, you know, practicing in the silo. And I remember when his kids started going to the parade. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. So is that on your bucket list? Bit, but...
3: So is that going to be on your bucket list now? You're going to try and, you know, get to 54 feet on stilts like Ashley and Jordan are doing? Yeah.
8: Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> think so, but I think it's amazing. I, yeah, I'm like 12 feet up, and I'm good. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> I know. A,
3: a stationary ladder with somebody holding onto it.
8: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Years ago, the heights didn't bother me that much, but, man, put a little H on that, and it's yeah. amazing what heights <laughs> can do to a person. I hear
3: you. Well, hey, Michelle, it's mm-hmm. a busy morning. Now that we got to reminisce a little bit, catch us up on what's coming up in the future at Terine Livestock
8: all right thank you Kristen. summing up the week of march 7th at terrain livestock market in the slaughter market for last week we tapped at 93. 80 percent of 83 percent of the cows sold from 60 and above market cows were 74 to 87 low yielding cows 60 to 73 thin and weak cows 59 and lower and the holstein steer market choice 112 to 128 selects were 110 and down for beef type steers and heifers choice 115 to 136 selects were 112 and down in the bull market, high yielding beef types came in at 80 to a dollar with utilities of 78 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality hosting bull calves are from 100 to 213 dollars per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, 30 dollars per head and down. Hosting heifer calves were 10 to 75 dollars per head. Beef beef crust calves, 85 to 355 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butchers. Sows were 66 to 73 and a half. Boars were 28 and a half and down. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. Looking ahead at Wednesday's sale for this week, we have 26 black Angus heifers. Uh, I'm sorry, black Angus feeders consigned. If you have any questions or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at seven one five six six nine seven one two seven 7127 and check us out on the web at com for all the live livestock. Your family owned an upright market. Have a great day. You
3: too. And you know, we've got to wish the wolf family and and Ashley and all of them, good luck on trying to break that Guinness oh. Book of World Records. That's coming up in June. Yeah,
8: they're gonna drive. That's exciting. It. I liked your idea about doing that um, farm Oh, uh, hey, would that it's be cool? Done.
3: But <laughs> wow, I mean, fifty-four feet up well, on stilts. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know if yeah. I. I couldn't do it. I. I think I couldn't even watch it. It would be just too crazy.
8: But I know. Well, hopefully they can accomplish it. It's a cool. It's a cool thing. Yeah,
3: exactly. Let's hope for the best. All right, Michelle, we will catch you later then.
8: Sounds good. Take care.
3: You too. There she goes. That's Michelle over at Terine Livestock. We've got a busy morning. we got a whole lot more coming up. And it's a beautiful morning here at Wax. It's time to check in with our morning markets. We've got your July corn on the Chicago Board of Trade down four at 724. July oats up eight at 617. July beans up a nickel at 1656. July soybean meal up 1060 at 475.20 a ton. July wheat down 12 at 1065. On the dairy side, barrel cheese down six at 201. Blocks were down four and a quarter at 219. Double A grade butter was up one and three quarter cent to 271. And your class three futures for March. Down seven at 22.35. April down seven at 23.82. May up 12 at $24. June up 19 at 24.02. July up 40 at 23.90. And they were upward through June. Country elevators in the area Golden Plump is at 651 for corn. Baldwin, Elmwood, Fall Creek, 666 for corn, 1594 for beans. We've got Durand at 664, 1594. Mondovi at 668, 1594. Osseo at 671 and 1594. Stevens Points is at 1568 for beans. Elk Mount is at 660, 1597. Sparta is at 678, and 1597. Ellsworth is at 661, 1579. Buck Country Grain and Dummer's Grain Service are at 673 and 1605. And Boyceville is at 693. And we're going to be checking in now on our next grow Girl, next Girl alfalfa update program.
2: Not too far away, seeding. Yeah, it's going to be springtime. Let's talk about it with Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, on our next grow alfalfa update program. And, uh, Dan, I know uh, seeding rates is always a, a topic for discussion. There are many, many thought processes from that. What